welcome to Nico's podcast, the podcast that promotes a culture of food and nutrition literacy. I'm your co-host Mariah along with Harnoor. In this episode, Noor and I will share our experiences of developing cooking at home as a habit. Just like how the COVID-19 pandemic shifted our learning and working environment from in-person to online, we were able to sense or perhaps witness in our kitchens that there are more people cooking or baking at home. Don't you agree? Absolutely. What was it like for you, Noor? Um, to be honest, I were never a person who would like to cook, but tables have turned around since the pandemic started. And I volunteered with an organization who encourages children from all age groups to cook healthy food and give live lessons on it. Just in case you're interested, it's Can You. Uh, and it's really a good organization to get involved with if you want to learn cooking. Um, so just by volunteering, I have boosted up enough enthusiasm to cook. I also gave live lessons on some of the recipes I learned from them. And since then, I have been cooking for myself and trying out new recipes. Um, I do not live with my family, so it's usually only me to cook for. Um, well, it has its own positives and negatives. Whenever I have made something and it doesn't turn out good, I'm relieved that it's only me who's eating it and I can improve the next time. But at the same time, I wish I could share my recipes so that other people can try them and provide their reviews or different ideas on it. Mariah, I guess this platform will be an excellent opportunity to share our recipes, ideas, and learn from each other. What about for you? Well, for me, indeed, I spent more time in the kitchen than I normally would in the past. I hate to admit it, but I didn't often cook or bake at home before the pandemic hit where I'm often outside playing tennis or ultimate frisbee with friends, volunteering in. By the time I get home from school or from other extracurricular activities, the food is already prepared and set on the table. During the time, I would be in the kitchen only if there was nothing prepared yet and if my siblings and I were craving for something to eat. For example, omelette, cupcakes, cookies, quesadillas, salads, and pancit, which is a type of Filipino dish. Since March 2020 and today, I have been challenging myself in learning and trying out new recipes. I started off by cooking quick and easy meals and then gradually move on to more complex recipes. Then at some point, my younger sister was like, Ati Beb, how I'm usually addressed at home. Ati Beb, I want to eat some bread. And at that moment, I said, bread? Okay, I'll try making one. Nor I didn't know how fun it is to make bread at home, particularly because of kneading for the very first time. Making bread at home may take a lot of work and a long time, but it's for sure worth it. My first loaf of bread wasn't as great, but that didn't discourage me to make another one. As I tried a few more attempts in making bread at home and reflected why it turned out that way, where I asked myself, why is it crumbly? Did I, did I add too much flour? Did I kill the yeast? Or has the yeast not been activated? And so on. After asking these questions and kept trying, my bread turned out amazing and consistent as I continued to bake them at home. What about you, Nora? Have you ever tried making any type of bread at home or go through the hands-on process of kneading? Well, uh, Maria, uh, I haven't really baked a bread at home before, but after your experience, I'm excited to try it out. 
um, in our culture, like in Indian culture, we do need flour to make a raised dough and then we make a kind of tortillas out of it. And uh, in our culture, it's called roti or chapati, if you have ever heard of it. Uh, and we usually eat it with vegetables. But I have to say needing the flour in itself was a Herculean task for me. I always used to add lots of water and it would become so sticky and then I have to add more flour to make the uh, viscosity a good one. Um, and then I realized it wouldn't work out unless I asked from some professional help. And in my case, it was my mom because she has been doing it all her life. And then I would FaceTime her every time while kneading and gradually I believe I have mastered the skills of kneading. I guess uh, you can count on me next time you need help in kneading. I've tried making a lot of my cultural dishes and now I'm working on learning new holiday and quick options for busy days like exams, work, etc. Uh, you can see a variety of ingredients and seasonings in my pantry that can give a clear image of my obsession with cooking lately. I have a lot of Indian spices, mechano powder, cocoa powder, cinnamon, which is my favorite. And I always have flour, rice, oats, quinoa, onions, ginger, and garlic in my pantry. Then apples, Greek yogurt, and berries are a must in my fridge. I can't survive without those. And what about you? Since we have been cooking a lot lately at home, what types of basic ingredients can you find in your kitchen? My cupboard, you can find seasonings such as salt and pepper. <laughs> garlic powder, chili powder, and flakes to spice things up a bit sometimes. In my pantry, you can find flour, oats, baking powder, and baking soda and other baking materials. In the fridge, I have garlic, onions, milk, and eggs. When cooking and baking, to me, it's interesting how we can make a variety of foods with different flavors, um, appearance and texture using most of the basic ingredients that I've mentioned thus far. Um, I hope the listeners won't find it too corny, but the best way I can describe the whole process of cooking and baking is that it's like magic. You know, of course, there are chemical reactions that are involved, which I wouldn't go into so much detail about. If you were to describe the process of cooking and baking in a few words, what would it be? To describe it in a simple language, I'd say um, cooking is a skill or art by which we prepare food using different ingredients and using different techniques. Um, however, baking is quite specific. It's basically making food items by providing dry heat, usually in oven, microwaves. Uh, to give a few examples uh, for baking in here, it would be we bake cake, breads, cookies, brownies. Yeah, that, that's pretty much the difference between these two. Well, adding to when both of us were sharing the kinds of basic ingredients that can be found in our kitchen reminds me of just how much control we have in terms of preparing meals at home. I absolutely agree. For example, you can reduce your salt intake by adding less salt to what was stated in the recipe you're using. You can also add more chili powder or sauce if you're the type of person who loves to eat spicy foods, toss in a few of your favorite ingredients, and many more. Just quoting one of the professors that teaches many of the nutrition courses at the University of Manitoba, for which you and many other students may have heard as well, where she states that cooking is a life skill. I agree with the statement that cooking is such a necessary and beneficial skill that we should learn because not only do we eat a variety of foods for energy, but we also eat because 
you just enjoy and appreciate eating foods. However, imagine if you don't know how to cook or bake at home at all the restaurants or already meals do not exist in which I don't think will happen, but still imagine. Well, anyways, I'm glad that you and I have come to develop cooking at home as a habit during pandemic. And to the listeners, if you're someone who don't have any cooking experience, taking small baby steps like sauteing garlic and onions, frying an egg, or trying out quick and easy recipes, you won't even realize that you've become more comfortable in the kitchen and spark your interest, or better yet, discover your passion for cooking and baking. You are certainly right, Mariah. Uh, I would like to add that I have become so proud that I've developed the habits of cooking and baking at home. You can't imagine how much money I have saved by cooking at home. You know, like every time I went out for groceries, I would just crave those brownies and uh, cakes over there, which were worth $5 and sometimes even more expensive. But once I've been able to uh, learn baking, I can buy the ingredients that would go on for so long and I can make whenever I want to. And cooking and baking are like the lifelong skills. Once you learn them, you always have them. So I would say this pandemic has been in my favor when it comes to cooking and so does it for you. Uh, it was great talking to you today. And yeah, I hope after this episode, our listeners have enough courage and the boost of their confidence to try cooking at home come up with some amazing recipes. Again, I'm your co-host Mariah along with Harnoor. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. Make sure to join us for the next one on the topic, healthy meal options from breakfast, lunch, snacks, and dinner, where we will be joined by our special guest, Eliana Holtz. <laughs>